Welcome to episode number 142 of the Towel A Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we've got some Marvel stuff to talk about. And of DC and everything else. You guys, um, it's not a crazy news week as far as like movies and all that stuff, but it is a pretty big comic book week. So um, just so you know, a little comic book heavy, but we're going to go through the news in general. We actually have some pretty some pretty awesome news to talk about, which I'm very excited about. Um, so let's go top of the top of the stack <laughs> with Marvel. First things first, uh, we it's mostly Spider-Man centric, but 829, we've got the release of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home with one extra added action sequence coming to the theaters. Uh, what do you think about this? I'm very pumped. I, uh, I actually missed it in theaters. I had tickets for it. The week before I left, I got sick. I couldn't go. So it's like it was the first Marvel movie I haven't seen in theaters, uh, which is quite impressive. But um, yeah, I am uh, I'm pretty happy. So um, I'm going to try to catch that. Is it, is it a one weekend event? Like one day event? Like what? what how does that work? Because like, it seemed like Avengers came in and then it was gone. I was on vacation. but Well, I want to say Spider-Man Far From Home is still in theaters. Like, it just came out in July, you know? So, for the most part. For the most part. It's playing, yeah, I'm looking at even my local theaters. It's playing at least two times a day in all of those. <laughs> huh. So, yeah, it's. Um, I think what it is, it's got four minutes of extra edit footage. You know, we're doing the, um, the Labor Day weekend push. You know what I mean? It's not supposed to be too nice, at least here in, uh, in the uh, East Coast. So, I think, you know, just... They're going over a billion dollars. Let's just bring it a little bit more, and, and I think it's going to work. Absolutely. So speaking of Spider-Man news, though, we've got uh, some sad news with Sony and the MCU. Um, I'm just going to read you Sony Pictures' official statement because I think that's going to be the most relevant of all the news, um, and we can kind of speculate a bit from there, but... Um, they're saying much of today's news about Spider-Man has been mischaracterized. Recent discussions about Kevin Feige's involvement in the franchise were disappointed, but respect Disney's decision not to have him continue as a lead producer on our next live-action Spider-Man film. We hope this might change in the future, but understand that the many new responsibilities that Disney has given him, including all their newly added Marvel properties, do not allow him for, for him to work on IP they do not own. Kevin is terrific. We're grateful for his help and guidance and appreciate the path he's put us on, which we will continue. So when you read that, it doesn't sound like they're making a split. It literally just sounds like Kevin Feige is not going to be the lead producer. What do you think? I, I for one, am always saying the internet is way too negative um, and that these news stories get thrown out of completely a lot of times so i would like to believe that statement um we're not big sony fans but they have been doing good by the spider-verse with you know into the spider-verse and also with venom um with other projects in the pipeline um including you know tom holland who's supposedly uh contracted with them you know i think to be in in a film or two so you know what like we always said before what is the spider-verse without a spider-man um and yeah, you know, I can believe that Phase Four. Phase Four is packed, packed with both movies and TV shows, and who knows what else. So, yeah, I, that Kevin Feige is a busy guy. Kevin Feige but, is a busy guy. 
Um, but for somebody who has not seen Spider-Man Far From Home, the end credits would lead you very much to believe that Spider-Man is a part of this. <laughs> yeah, and no, absolutely. So right Sorry, now, part. I feel like Spider-Man is still going to be part of the MCU. Kevin Feige might not be the one as a lead producer. Um, and if that's the case, that's a shame, but that's better than him not being a part of the movies. So I'm going to rem- let the speculation be what it is. Um, because that's Sony's official statement. Marvel hasn't released one, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna go from there. Um, just as a side talking point, though, Stanley's daughter decided to come out and just weigh in on the whole situation, and she said that Disney has never been good to Stanley, and that they only used him to make more money and didn't respect his legacy. And I thought that that was actually kind of crazy, given how much of his involvement in all the movies. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Um, we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. I, I don't want to speculate on that either. I'm um, not speculating, is what she said. There's so much stuff with the Stan Lee, you know, the stage and all that stuff. So who knows what happened after Stan Lee passed away and what the politics are with his family. So, you know what I mean? It's just like people can be negative about it, We'll have to wait and see what, what the future brings. I agree. Uh, so that's actually the end of Marvel News. So we're going to jump over to DC. Um, again, Sci-Fi has canceled another TV show, this time Krypton. They stated that it was too expensive to stay in the network. They also stated that for The Expanse. Um, they also canceled Happy. They also canceled Deadly Class. I don't know what's going on over at Sci-Fi um, but, you know, hopefully that show gets picked up on another network. At this point, it would make sense to go over to, um, what is it called? HBO Max. Is that the new Warner Brothers thing? Streaming service, right? Yeah, it is. But we're still in, we're still in a world where DC Universe does exist. So until that gets canceled and it houses Krypton Season 1, it, sh- it should get that show. So... And, you know, I watched the first episode of this past season. I didn't get to watch turn my TV off for the summer. But from what I've seen from the, the season finale, it makes me want to watch the show immensely. Like, so, I, you know what? Fuck sci-fi because I'm just tired of their bullshit and they want to make, like, these stupid, like, they just make movies about sharks and tornadoes all day long and whatever the garbage they want to put out, whatever excuses they want to put out. But sci-fi can never do right by anything. Uh, so, you know what? Screw that. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with this. Even the Lobo show got canceled. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's just one thing after another with this stupid network. They can't even spell their name right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Harley. What is this? It's behind the scenes of the uh, the new animated show. So oh, you put, B, you put BHS. I was like, what am I doing? What's going on? <laughs> All right, go on. With that. But that's my usual uh, mistake on acronyms. Um, <laughs> I've done that before. Um, you know, it just it gave some insight with the actors. Uh, just It was a short clip I watched on YouTube the other day. Showed a little bit more behind the scenes of the, um, just, you know, like I said, with the actors talking about their roles and what's coming to the show, and just how zany it's going to be. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to this show. It looks, it looks pretty stellar. 
a really not a really cool cast. Um, and Alan Tudyk's Joker is just uh, can't wait for that. So. Always good. Yeah, very excited about this uh, this Harley show. Looks fun. Um, we also have uh, the premiere date, which is September six. I want to say of Titan season two. Um, Correct. In addition to that, we've got our first look uh, with a poster. Uh, I thought it was very... Two things that were really interesting to me on that poster. Uh, Deathstroke is front and center, which is interesting in the sense that, like, he should be because he's a huge... You know, he is a Teen Titans villain. Um, Got his start uh, from from Teen Titans with George Perez. And then the other thing I thought was interesting is there's no Aqualad on it, though he did make the trailer. What do you think of that post? Yeah, it's kind of weird. You're right. I I didn't notice that. Um, but yeah. But Wonder Girls freaking whole lasso of truth is very prominent too. <laughs> yes, I am very excited for her costumed up. Um, I, I enjoyed her her debut in the first season. I think this the first season did a good job establishing the show. I think what season two is going to do is going to put it in to this like super mode and just go full full bore titans man i can't i can't even like i can't wait yeah <laughs> so excited for this. The, yeah <laughs> the fact that robin's back um jason todd is back and he was pretty crazy in the first season we got hawk and dove returning you know we've got uh super what's his name i guess it's just connor right is he super bold? yeah it'll be it'll be super boy super eventually boy, yeah. but it is and remember um Dick burned his costume, so I mean, it's only a matter of time till Nightwing shows up on this show. Oh my God. So, my dreams and Bruce are Wayne's coming. And Bruce Wayne is in it, and it's you know, it's it's this show from from the first trailer we ever saw, and we were like, eh, I don't know about this. So to fuck, now, it's uh, the fuck Batman trailer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was watching something the other day. They're like, what happened to Robin between the the animated series and Titans? <laughs> you know. What happens to that character? <laughs> yeah. That, so. that show was hands down one of the best superhero shows I've ever seen. And we don't, that was one season. So who knows what's going to happen in season two, but I can't wait. A um, little bit of casting news. Dr. Light was cast um, as, or sorry, M- Michael Mosley will be playing Dr. Light. If you know anything about his history <laughs> and, and given the graphic and adult nature of what we see in Titans. I, I wonder if they're going to go right into that. Um, is it, uh, what is the, what is the run there? Identity crisis. Identity crisis. Yeah. You think they're going to tackle that? Mm, they may at some point do something like that. Um, but I would say they're going to use Dr. Light as a normal villain for right now. Okay. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if, if the Dibneys, show up <laughs> it's just when i read that i was like "Ooh, <laughs> like this this show is crazy enough you know so but, you know we'll see hey it makes more sense here than on Teen titans go big trial just like oh my gosh um <laughs> all right so let's go over to comic news which like i said at the top of the top of the episode is is very heavy but we're just going to kind of run through some of these so uh hickman's who's doing great job on powers of X and house of X. I just finished powers of X number three, um, shorter issue, but still powerful in itself. 
Uh, he's going to be on New Mutants, number one, which is good. What do you, how do you want me to do this? Do you want me to just kind of read through these, or do you want to talk? Yeah, about man. Yeah, so... Just kind of pipe I mean, in when you find it relevant. Yeah, so let me put it this way. Um, so basically the whole relaunch of the, the X-Men universe is happening. Uh, the previous months, um, X-Men number one and Excalibur number one come out. And then we see this in November, um, <clears throat> Hickman's new Mutants number one, and also Benjamin Percy is doing X-Force number one. So this entire relaunch is really interesting. Some really great uh, teams on them. So, um, you know, this is, this is great for Marvel fans who have been waiting for something like this for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. hundred um, percent. I've been loving what he's been doing and I'm excited to see my characters return. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, we've got Loki is going to be taking over as the God butcher uh, made so famously done from Jason Aaron now in King Thor number one, which Jason Aaron, Jason Aaron's pulling a Scott Snyder. <laughs> like, Thor, yeah. Thor is his baby and I can't, complain because he's done that character so right so uh gore the god butcher is one of the greatest villains i've ever seen created on comic books and loki taking over that role should be just crazy interesting how they're gonna roll with that one yeah that's i think that's really cool um loki also just started his own series lately so um everything that's spinning out of war of realms uh you know as long as Aaron's still attached, I'm, I'm very happy. So Yeah, 100%. Me too. Can't, uh, can't wait for that. So um, who is this? Uh, ben Percy on X-Force number one then? Yeah, I just mentioned that. Um, so that's, I think that's great. I love Ben Percy. Uh, I, loved his, I loved when he was over in D.C. I loved when he bumped over uh, to Marvel with that, that Wolverine podcast he wrote. Uh, so I'd love to see what he's going to do with X-Force. Very excited. Yeah, me too. Uh, my bully, Garth Enos, is going to be working on two Punisher series. Now, I just want to do, they, they are mini-series, they're not full series, um, but Correct. it's going to be uh, Punisher Soviet and then Punisher Get Fury, which, if you've read any of the Garth Enos stuff, him and Nick Fury don't have the best of relationships. I'm very curious about how that one's going to play out. The Soviet one, is he's tackling the Russian mob. That happens in, like, every arc every third arc of Punisher. <laughs> Not to say that I never, I love it. Everything that Garth Enos does with that character has been some of the best. And the, the Netflix run heavily relied on Enos's uh, comics. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen with this. Yes, sir. Good, good. Um, we did get a trailer uh, for the JJ and son Spider-Man. Um, I didn't happen to watch the trailer, but, you know, are you excited about this miniseries that's coming up? I am. I pre-ordered. I am. I am. I, I love that kind of stuff. I love I love these these small series. We had a discussion the other day where there should be, like, one solid ongoing and then do these great miniseries yes. where other people can kind of shine, tell a small story, doesn't have to become convoluted. J.J. Abrams writing Spider-Man. Fuck yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. I I personally think it's going to be more his son, and he just put his name on there so his son could get a job, but I'm still excited to read more Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got November. Um, I'm just going to throw in a quick, not quick story, but Marvel's Star Wars is ending at number 75. 
Um, it's Greg Pak and Phil Noto on it. They actually just took over recently, but yeah, in November it ends. Um, what, is, what is your thought on that one? Uh, first, I had that there, but I had dropped it down to Star Wars news. Did you? So oh, okay. I'm sorry. Let's not talk about it again. That's fine. <laughs> this is what we've been. This is what we've been talking about. We've been waiting for them to get the, uh, you know, Empire Strikes Back, post Empire Strikes Back territory. It is very, not surprising, but it is interesting that they are going to end the series instead of continuing it. So who knows what the heck's going to happen? We keep clamoring for Shadows of the Empire uh, or something along those lines of an adaptation. Let's let's just hope and pray. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Dr. Aphra is the only ongoing right now for Star Wars comics. So, you know, they've been steadily doing Vader titles and there's none of those, none of those one shots. Like maybe D23, we're getting a bunch of Star Wars comic news. Um, that's coming up this weekend, right? Yes. Yeah, because I know we're going to get, well, we're going to talk about it in a bit, but yeah, D23 starts tomorrow. Great. So expect a pretty big Star Wars heavy episode next week, people. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, second greatest time of the year outside of San Diego Comic-Con and New York City Comic-Con. <laughs> um, but let's... I want to hear some X-Men, X-Men, X-Men news. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, let's get into... Uh, the 202099 that's coming out. Um, man, this is a this is a big list here. So, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, uh, they hinted at 2099 back, um, which you and I are a big fan of. Uh, so let's kind of go through some of those. We got Venom, Doom, Ghost Rider, Spider Man, Conan, Punisher, yeah. uh, Fantastic Four. So all of those were then years ago, with the exception of Venom and Conan. Those are the two newer ones. Um, so that should be interesting. Uh, what do you think of these 2099? Which one do you want to pick up? I'm definitely picking up Omega, um, just as an overview. Yeah. I don't know. I might grab that Spider-Man run because it's going to kind of just be the whole interior story. And the rest are all one shots, so I'm kind of interested in just picking it all up. Yeah. You know, because it's not like I'm going to invest, like, the next year into buying 2099 comics. But I did love that. I love it. I love that they're doing, like, it's 2019. Um, 70 years ago was, was the beginning of the Marvel Universe, and 70 years in the future is, is 2099. And I think that's such a cool selling point. Um, so I'm really excited that they are actually bringing this back. I don't know where the heck Ravage is. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of these titles are really interesting. Um, so we'll we'll see. Um, a lot of these, um, most of these are coming out in November, um, but some are not. So just be aware that this list is kind of in chronological order of what you should be reading it, not necessarily what the release dates are. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Check out your uh, check out uh, you know the solicitations for more uh, more info on that. Yeah. So let's jump over to the DC stuff that we got coming out. Um, there's some crazy stuff happening over here. So we've got uh, Von Fries, which is part of Sean Murphy's White Knight series. Um, this one will focus on um, Mr. Freeze. What do you I'm like, what's his name? Dr. Freeze? No, Mr. Freeze. Sorry. What do you think of this one? 
college. Isn't he? A, isn't he a doctor though? I mean, he's getting definitely like uh, he's he not is the credit a doctor. That's what kind of like I don't know why it just like threw me off for a second. <laughs> he, he probably lost his license after all that tomfoolery he does. Yeah, um, absolutely. But um, you know what? Uh, I I I love that the the White Knight got a second series. I love that they're expanding this universe with uh, with this. So Sean Murphy, you know. John Gordon Murphy, man, you are awesome. So keep doing what you're doing. Yep. 100% agree with that. Um, Black Label, uh, we are getting a new quest, The Question series from Jeff Lemire. Obviously, super excited about that. So it's called The Question, The Deaths of Vic Sage. Uh, we've got Dennis Cowan on it. Bill Sinkenovich is also going to um, show up who, who did work. Uh, they both worked on it during the Denny O'Neill uh, run between 87 and 92. So um, I know you're a big fan of the question, as is Kevin Smith. Um, what do you, plus Jeff Lemire, we're huge fans of that. So I, I don't know, like, did you already pre-order this for us? <laughs> um, I have not pre-ordered yet. If you need me to pre-order you one, I got you. Um, I am I am so excited about this series. Uh, the question is a very obscure character uh, yeah. from the Charlton comic days. So he is he's a very long running uh, DC character, detective character. He's been kind of he's been featured in uh, Bendis's uh, Event Leviathan as well as of late. So I love that they're they're reigniting him because he's such an odd, weird character. And um, I I'm, I'm really excited that this is a black label title by Jeff Lemire. Yeah, <laughs> me too. It's almost one of those. Um, what's his name uh, for Marvel? Um, that I'm trying to think of that he Moon Knight. It's almost like that kind of level to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely weird, like crazy guy. Yeah, exactly. All right, and then also sticking with Black Label, um, t- Far Sector One. This is a Green Lantern title. Yes, it is. So I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit yeah. because I just found out about it today, um, and I actually got really excited because this is going to be like a sci-fi murder mystery that takes place on the other side of the universe. Um, it's going to be featuring a brand new Green Lantern. Hmm. Um, it's written by um, N.K. Uh, Jemison. And, but the art is going to be by uh, Jamal Campbell, who has been doing the very popular Naomi series. Yes. So yes. Um, I loved, I loved that. Uh, that was, that was a surprise, big hit uh, across comic done. And um, I, I, this, this really intrigues me. So I, I love I love that they're really kind of expanding uh, with the stories in the Black Label. Me, me too, me too. Yeah, I um, I'm excited to see what a Green Lantern dark story. I mean, I know we've gotten them, but I'm I want to see what this is like. So that should be cool. Um, all right, so let's talk about. Uh, we also have a new He Man in the Masters of the Multiverse number one. This is written by Tim Seeley, who's had his hand uh, with he-man before so but it's excited that you know we've got some more he-man news coming along the way so what do you what do you think of this well we'll talk about it shortly but um he-man is uh is extremely popular right now Mm -hmm. uh always has been and now he's getting once again like full light of day uh new you know new action figures from mattel super seven this new Netflix series, which we're going to talk about now. Um, DC has had the Mass Universe label for 
a while now. They've been doing some really great stories. This one sounds nutty. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't wait. Um, I'll be jumping on that immediately. So. That's what I was going to say. Tim Seeley did the art of Masters of the Universe. He did that giant book uh, cool. that came out. So he authored that. The Dark Horse one? Yep. Yep. So it should be good. And then we've got uh, Books of Magic. Um will be John Constantine, Hellblazer number one. I don't even know how you can say all that in one sentence because how many number ones has he had, but whatever. Um, this is written by Cy Spurrier and art by Aaron Campbell. Uh, I love the character. So even though I think it's stupid when you put these number ones on there, I'm excited to see what this means. You know, what do you think about this idea? Yeah, so after they dissolved Vertigo and... You know, Black Label is kind of their vertigo now. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of weird because the Sandman universe has been so popular. Um, and people have been saying it's like, hands down, a really, really good thing across, you know, all the books. And they've really developed this, this great universe. So, yeah, why, why not try John Constantine in that universe if, um, if he's not doing well in DC proper? Uh, so, I don't know. I I just think it's, it, I ordered it already. Yeah. So um, I just, I love John Constantine. I really want to see a, a book, like a magic book, not just a DC superhero book. I want to see magic. Yep. I agree. I agree. So, you know, it stinks is like Jason Aaron's over, like what he did with Dr. Strange. I think he would have a really good run with uh, Constantine, but we'll see what Cy Spurrier, Spurrier does. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, all right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're don'tforgetatowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe. And don't forget, a towel. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetAtowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment, with DFAT Comics. All right, we are back after those commercials, and let's get into some TV news. Um, over at Netflix, we're getting He-Man anime coming out. Uh, ri- yeah. ri- written by um, Kevin Smith. He, what is it? He-Man Resurrection, I think is what it is. All right, let me, let me talk a second. So um, he's going to be executive producer. Okay. Um, okay. And so it's called He-Man Revelation. Revelation. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It is a continuation of the old series, the old filmation series, in which it will it will be finishing up or giving closure to some of the storylines from that and answering some unanswered questions, of course. Um, and so that right there um, is super exciting. Um, for those people out there that want to be like hating on She-Ra on Netflix, which is I just finished season three, and it's it's one of my favorite shows. It's 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 
it's freaking amazing. Um, and if you can get if you can get like past like your own prejudice and all that shit, and you watch that show. It's not you specifically, okay. the people that want to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but if people can get past that and and watch it, it it blew my mind. So <laughs> it is a really good show. Uh, so I'm really really excited to see what these guys can do. Um, there's a lot of really, I'm sure you can look up the names. I don't have them offhand of who's involved with the writing and creation process outside of Kevin Smith. But, um, what's exciting about this is, like I said, it's a continuation of the old series and it's an anime in the styling from the people that did the Castlevania show, which is freaking awesome. <laughs> so, Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's powerhouse animation or power, something like that. Um, it's the same people that are doing that are doing, uh, doing this show so it just when they announced it at PowerCon this weekend it was one of the biggest surprises from a convention this year um and so it was just it blew my mind being a being a huge mass universe fan so it's awesome okay so it does say it's a limited anime series that is independent from Shira and the princess of power oh yeah absolutely that's um, a reboot by yeah mattel tv executive rob david who he's worked for stuff like on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Thundercats comics. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, okay. That's fine. Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm beyond excited about that. That was a crazy piece of news that dropped out of nowhere. So, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, well, also, you know, one last thing on that is it really, it really tells you right there is why I had the question, like, why did Super 7 gain, like, access to all those, like, that action figure line? And then for Mattel to go back and do the Origins line all of a sudden, it does make more sense now that um, all this stuff is coming to light, you know? Especially with the movie coming soon and whatnot. So, we'll see. Okay. Cool. Um, we've got news in from Cowboy Bebop. They have cast Elena Satine as Julia. Um, so she'll be alongside John Cho, who is Spike for the live action uh, series coming to Netflix. I don't know the actress that well. She's in a show called Strange Angel. I have never idea what that is, but I guess it's just one step closer to getting this show. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, you know, we were wondering what's going to happen to Steve Amell after Arrow, and we learned that... Uh, he'll be joining the star series called Heels, actually alongside Cody Rhodes, who's been on Arrow many times. Um, he'll be starring in a family of wrestlers, I believe, in Georgia, um, as he takes on the role of, you know, a heel as a villain in uh, wrestling. So should be should be curious to see. You know, he's he's had his time in wrestling and American Ninja Warrior and all that kind of stuff. I know he loves wrestling. So what what did you think of this idea? I that's the first I've heard of it. That's awesome. Um, he is a badass, and you know, Rhodes is a wrestler, and you know, because of the, all that, they've they've done their little showmanship on on WWE. So, hey, I that wrestling's not wrestling's not going anywhere. So might as well just keep going with these kind of neat things. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. exactly. There's a fan. There's a huge fan base out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I'll try it out. When I was, you know, I was talking to my wife about it, like, and stars especially is like, that's adult, you know what I mean? So 
it's going to be curious to see if it's rated R, you know, like, is it going to be yeah. like typical, I don't, you know, maybe not Spartacus fashion, but <laughs> stars can get a little crazy there. So that should be, uh, should be good. Um, all right. So let's go over to movie news. Um, this was a huge one that dropped out of nowhere. We've got the, huh. the matrix four. It's a thing. It's happening. Keanu Reeves is back. Carrie Ann Moss is back. Uh, one of the Wachowski siblings is going to direct it. Um, I think it's Lana. So, you know, what do you think of this? Does the world need another Matrix, especially when both of those characters died? <laughs> uh, yes, it does. Uh, so, <laughs> simple answers, yes. Uh, I did watch an interesting video. Um, and so, as we all can notice, Lawrence Fishburne was not cast as of yet. Um, and they are seeking a younger Morpheus actor, perhaps. That is the rumor. Um, so does this take place in a different timeline? Does this take place in a different, like, verse completely? It's all tied together, I'm sure. But it's, it's, it is really kind of mind-blowing of the possibilities of how this is going to play out. You know, I'm sure Lawrence Fishburne will be involved at some point. But um, that right there tells you perhaps that, um, you know, kind of what the storyline is going to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's um it's just it's interesting just to see like that you know, it's one of those things like do we need it? And or is it, you know, like uh Blade Runner 2049, right? <laughs> like do we need it? But then it ended up being freaking amazing. <laughs> so, right. Right. I just don't know right now and I'll be cautiously optimistic. With those two actors coming back, that makes me obviously excited. Um, okay, so We Can Be Heroes is a new uh, movie from Robert Rodriguez. It's coming to Netflix. It's about a bunch of superhero kids who have to save their superhero parents. Um, to me, that sounds like sky high, but uh, <laughs> Christian Slater is going to be in it. Yaya Gosling, some other actors. Pedro Pascal, well, he's coming back. Um, so what, what did you think about this? This came out of nowhere. I didn't even hear about this. Yeah, uh, same here. I just kind of came across it today, um, so that it sounds it sounds intriguing. It's a world of in the world of superheroes. It's it's just a continuation of what's popular these days, and I love Robert Rodriguez. So hey, <laughs> give that guy money or no money, he's going to do well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, or no money. You're right. So I just watched the lead of Battle Angel the other day, and whew, that was. It was a thing of beauty. <laughs> so I'm, I'm always on the Route Rodriguez train. Um, we've got our title for Bond 25 entitled No Time to Die. Um, that's it. I mean, really not any other news other than that. They're still filming it, but that's the name of it. <laughs> hey, at least it's, we know there's no, there's no uh, shortage on Bond movies. It's just when they come out. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty, pretty much there. Um, all right. So then we have uh, Scott Cooper is going to direct the Guillermo del Toro produced Antlers movie with uh, Carrie Fisher, also produced by David Goyer, which I just read. Um, this one kind of came out of nowhere. Like nobody knew about it. Uh, it's some, you know, Scott Cooper has directed Crazy Heart and he also directed Hostiles. Like the guy is. A very amazing director. 
Um, it's about, I don't even know, a local sheriff discovers a young student is harboring a dangerous secret, uh, which looks like it could be a cult thing or a monster thing. I don't know. <laughs> but this movie's coming out, and what do you, do you know anything about it? We just know it's coming out next year. <laughs> I know I know that it doesn't star Carrie Fisher, and I know you're tired. <laughs> it also stars Carrie Fisher. I got excited about the Guillermo del Toro thing, but yeah. I just picked it on you. No, it stars Carrie Russell. Um, so, yeah, another thing that just kind of, kind of came out of nowhere again. So, it just, it looked really interesting, and uh, we love, we love Guillermo del Toro. So. Yep, absolutely. So, um, then with, we've got some news from the new Rambo. We got our first trailer, first official trailer for Rambo Last Blood. I didn't actually get a chance to see this. Did you? No, I've only watched the initial teaser. Okay. Um, so I, I still got to watch it, but doesn't matter. Can't wait for this movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Stallone has been playing the character for like 30 years, 40 years now. <laughs> I'm just excited to see how it ends. The whole thing ends. The last Rambo movie, I think it was just called Rambo, was amazing. He was basically uh, Jason Voorhees in it, going around killing these people. So <laughs> I can't can't wait to see how this one ends up um all right so the mortal Kombat movie we got some news on that um we've got casting uh we've got what's his name makad brooks is gonna be jacks um we've got sissy stringer as melina and this guy's name i cannot pronounce oh my god tadanobu asano i think is raiden so Basically, we're getting closer to this this reboot, uh, which is produced by James Wan, um, is, is getting closer to getting made, coming out. What do you think of this casting news? I love that. Uh, I like I like Hot Brooks. Um, I like him as Jimmy Olsen, um, and I'm really excited that he's getting a different role outside of that because I know the guy is probably a badass. And you can probably flaunt that a little bit more in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's what's really curious about this is that um, we don't know what this movie's about necessarily. And we don't know who the main character is. Like in the original one, it was, um, what's his name? Liu Kang. But this one, we don't know. We don't know what these characters are going to do with it. But it, it should be, oh, shoot, never mind. Ludi Lin is going to be joining the, cla- the cast as Lu Kang. That, that just dropped. <laughs> so, there we go. Uh, it should be interesting. This guy's not in a lot of... He's in Power Rangers and Aquaman. Young actor playing, playing uh, Lu Kang. Yeah, there's a lot of like unknowns in this, which is really cool. So, it's really exciting to see what they're going to do since it's been so long since that original movie, which... You know, I I still enjoy it. So I still think it's the best video game movie ever made. It is it probably is. Um, doesn't have doesn't have a good class to hang out with, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna skip this one because I don't really care. Uh, let's go on to gaming. Gamescom was this week. Honestly, there's a lot of news that came out of it. I just don't care about all of it. Um, we did get a lot of trailers, which I want you to talk to because you actually watched them and I haven't had a chance to. Um, but I can talk about a couple of things. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, the DLC, we're going to be adding Terminator, but 
the new Terminator, like Arnold Schwarzenegger from um, the new movie, Dark Fate, and then the Joker are going to be added as DLC. What did you think about that lineup? That was pretty cool. That was a great announcement. Um, of course, the internet's been poking fun at the Joker character because they think he looks like garbage, but whatever. Um, I just always say, shut up. <laughs> so, um, you know, fine. I, um, I've been waiting to play as Spawn, which is uh, coming soon. So Yeah. Yeah, it just, it just these give me reasons to get back into the game, which I haven't touched since I added 500 other games to my playlist right now. Because so. <laughs> you bought a Switch. That's what we'll talk exactly. about. Exactly. Um, this one I just wanted to add because I think it opens up a big kind of thing here is that Destiny 2 is going to be adding cross-save, meaning that you could save your character across the PS4, the Xbox One, as well as Google Stadia when that drops, and, I, and, and the PC. Um, I just thought that that was really cool, and I hope more games start doing that because I think that, you know, you if you want to continue your character... Like, some people have different households where, like, they have a PS4 at one, but an Xbox at another. Uh, so, I don't know. I just thought that was really a, a cool feature that Bungie's doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with the Stadia coming out in November, uh, Destiny 2 is the big um, free freebie that the whole, you know, everybody that, including myself, are going to get as part of the launch. So, um, you know, the more that this cross-play... Um, you know, pans out just to, you know, the more we all benefit from, you know, being video game fans. So I'm really excited. 100%. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about some of the GameCom news. Um, a couple things that came out of it that I can speak to, and then I'll let you take over. We did get a trailer for Predator Hunting Grounds. Did you happen to see this? I didn't. I didn't realize that there was one. Um, which is really awesome that that's, you know, happening right now. So it's curious because the trailer shows basically the scene from Predator, like the same music, you know, that they're listening to on the helicopter. They land, they go into the jungle. They, you have to kill like those villagers, you know what I mean? Or drug dealers out in the jungle. And then the Predator starts hunting you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, and obviously you get to play as, the, I don't know what they are, Black Ops guys, and then you also get to play as the Predator. So, similar to the Friday the 13th game, um, except for this time, you get heavy weapon machinery. <laughs> uh, Very excited. So, that was cool. Uh, news of Sony buying Insomniac, uh, which puts out the Spider-Man game most recently, as well as the Ratchet and Clank series, which I love. Um, this was big as it just seems that Sony really wants to put a stranglehold on that Spider-Man franchise, which after the, the billion dollars that far from home made, made it the biggest um, Sony movie of all time as well. It beat out Skyfall, which was, you know, I think that made like 800 million or something like that. So this beat that. <laughs> wow. And, All right, and they won an Oscar for the first time with Into the Spider Verse. So you know what I mean? Like that's the thing. Maybe that wasn't the first Oscar, but um, I think they just really want to put all their spiders in one basket, <laughs> in one web, in one web. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I. Um, yeah, that's great. That's great. 
I just want that sequel to come out as soon as possible. I hope that that's what happens. We shall see. Because that, that game is so good. Um, and then we've got updated gameplay of the Square Enix uh, Avengers game. You know, the first time people saw it, people were saying that the characters looked generic and they weren't sure about the game. This looks to have quelled all those fears. <laughs> yeah, um, it just basically solidified my good choice of uh, pre-ordering it for $10 cheaper off of Amazon. Uh, which I found it at like 49 bucks, I think, or 50, yeah, 49 bucks I bought it for. So I'm going to tell you right now, that, that footage, it blew my fucking mind. Um, <laughs> I was like, I couldn't even believe what I was watching. And, and that's what I, that's what I love when this kind of stuff comes back and throws it in the face of the haters and just says, shut up. Like you just, I can pin people against this freaking bus with Thor's hammer. Or when I'm the Hulk, I can beat people together and just do, insane shit like that so yeah that game is a day one buy for me it's, 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 I, I don't even care <laughs> well it blows my mind it's one of those things where like you and i are casual gamers you know what i mean and we were happy with like that captain america game which was a six-hour game but it was fantastic now thor the dark world was not a good game that being and the hulk game was actually fun as well like you know they we want to see these characters that we've loved for so many years and it's been a long time since we've actually gotten a movie uh video game adaptation so this game like you said it looks insane it looks like they put the money behind it i didn't care that they looked generic to begin with personally um so i'm just excited to, to play this game captain america's moves were out of control <laughs> Black, yeah they were fighting taskmaster was crazy i mean the footage looks just phenomenal. Yeah, it was interesting because, like, since, you know, spoiler alert, Cap dies in the game, I, I really like the fact that you can play with play as him at, at the beginning. Um, and like you just said, the Black Widow uh, Taskmaster I did not fight was like, I, I was like, holy crap, it's like, here's the, here's the, <laughs> here's the Black Widow movie right here. Yes, you know? I thought that so, too. Yeah, I thought that too. What did you not know? I didn't know Cap died in this. They, they, did you not watch the first trailer? I did. Oh, you're right. That's right. That's what A Day is. You're right. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. They flash forward and like, yeah. there's the, yeah. Okay. I'm going to just shut up. All right. So let's move on. That was, that was good. So I, why don't you kind of just drop in little nuggets here? Because the other stuff I wrote was kind of based off of what you said. And I want, yeah. It's fine. So, you know, there are some indie titles, and I watched the, the, the video that was for all, like, the indie games coming to Switch. Um, and so, you know, I can't really touch too much on Little Nightmares 2 or Risk of Rain 2. I, I kind of just forgot. Like, I, I loved what I saw when I watched that video, okay. and there's a bunch of other ones. Um, but the big one for me was Ori 2, uh, which is going to be the definitive edition. And so I was actually kind of sad when I first saw that trailer from E3 because it was like, Oh, it's Xbox. Yeah. And I was like, damn it. I don't get Xbox. I get everything else but Xbox. And then when they're like, oh, the definitive edition is coming to Switch, I was like, I cried a little bit. So um, if you guys haven't watched the trailer for that, go uh, go wet yourself because it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. Is it that good? I mean, I don't even know anything about that game, to be quite honest, other than I know that people loved it. <laughs> oh, my God. Just watching the trailer is like one of the craziest okay. things. It's just... 
just what's going on. It's like I love these retro, these retro kind of games, these platformers and stuff coming back with these enhanced graphics. It just, it's it's games of old um, times a thousand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just, it's it's a beautiful thing. And um, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I do want to say that Avengers game is still available for $50 pre-order. Oh, yeah. Everybody should do that right yeah. now. Um, one other thing that did come out of Gamescom that I can talk about really quick was that they expanded No Man's Sky. That was one of those games where I was like on the fence about it. But when I yep. saw yep. that footage of what they've done, it, it really does look like the game of all games. <laughs> I will... Um... I'll touch on that right now. Actually, my one of my good friends, uh, I just hung out with him this weekend, and he he's actually playing it right now. Um, and he's like, "You, it's what they did to it, like is amazing." It's another it's um, a new game, yeah. It is, and the nice part about it is it's a brand new game also for the console, so everybody can kind of get on board and and get into it because that game was supposed to be revolutionizing, and it was like it was poorly rolled out. But now it seems like they've kind of um, gone back, connect, you know, giving this free DLC. It should be so um, exciting stuff right there. Exciting stuff. Oh my gosh! Can I also just say I just read that Skate XL is coming to the to the yes. Switch. Yes. Holy cow, I love that series. And we have not seen one since 2010. Skate 3 is in 2010. And it was an Xbox exclusive. Oh, my God. I was going to ask you if you ever oh, played that game. I was like, yes. it looks good. <laughs> Very much so. Um, Seems up yeah, your alley. <laughs> All right, so that's video game news. Let's go over to Star Wars. Um, we do have trailer confirmation for Mandalorian. It's coming out in D23. I read it's coming out on the 23rd, so probably about the time you guys are listening to this, that's when this that trailer is going to be out. So stay tuned for that. Um, anything you want to see from it? I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited. I just want to see everything. Okay. Do you need the trailer? I don't need the trailer. All I know is from what John Favreau says is like I wanted to concentrate on the first 30 minutes of Star Wars: A New Hope. And deliver that feel, the feels of the cantina, the feels of what we all were exposed to the very the first time of Star Wars, what really captured our imaginations and gave us the love for Star Wars. Anything after that that we want to talk about negativity Star Wars-wise, whatever, it doesn't matter. We love Star Wars, and if we're going back to the roots, it's even better for this yeah, show. I agree, 100%. Um, speaking of Mandalorian, though, Lego in t- Classic Lego fashion uh, has put out some picks for episode nine and Mandalorian sets, which could contain spoilers. So if you're out there toy hunting, uh, just, just be aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's not a la Iron Man three's uh, Mandarin. And right. Tanks. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just so you guys know. And then, the official news will probably come out this weekend, but Ian McGregor is in talks uh, to be reprising his role as uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi for a Disney Plus series. Yeah, it's inevitable. Um, it's just a matter of when it's announced officially. So let's just, we know it's coming and we can just 
wait to like gleefully jump yeah. up and down. So, do <laughs> it's it. like when uh, Alden Ehrenreich was uh, cast as Han Solo, and then he came out and do Twenty Three, and everyone was like, "Yep." <laughs> Yeah, but this is yeah. a little bit better since every single Star Wars fan has been asking for this. So, this is uh, this is this is the news you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cannot wait, cannot wait. So, uh, let's talk about. Well, what time is it? It's time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, so uh, with the new Ghostbusters sequel coming out in 2020, uh, it looks like Hasbro has stolen the master toy license for that franchise uh, from Mattel. Um, so Hasbro, who's been doing better things uh, with what they have, uh, including Star Wars and others. So this is exciting. We'll see what we uh, maybe we'll get some Black Series esque Ghostbuster figures. Uh, so who knows? Who knows what's coming down the line? More, you know, more proton packs for kids to play with, ghost traps, all those great accessories that, you know, Hasbro seems to do with Star Wars and other, other franchises. So that's pretty cool. Um, and so more, more news out of PowerCon. This, uh, did you want to say anything about Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> um, this makes me realize that they'll probably re-release or remake the uh, Firehouse. And, you know, I've always wanted it. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so next up, uh, more PowerCon news. It was actually probably one of the most <laughs> influential PowerCons ever. Um, so uh, Mattel, of course, has more Masters of the Universe uh, Origins coming out. Uh, they previewed the Battle Cat. Uh, they previewed some more figures like Man at Arms, Tila, Trapjaw, um, and some others. So we're getting more of these classic um, figures a la the old five-inch scale, but with more articulation and, and, and better sculpting. So that's very cool. Um, Super 7 was also there, and they revealed some interesting things, including um, a Conan movie figure line. Huh. Um, Wait. They're, oh, like they're Arnold? Okay, okay. Yes, okay. like Arnold. Yeah. Um, so there's some figures I'm, you can see from that. Um, also, we were interested in seeing what this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle line was going to be. Um, so they had some figures, including um, Baxter Stockman and Splinter, um, both um, very much similar to the old the old Playmates figures, but you know, different like better sculpts and articulation, of course, with more modern figures. So, I think it's really interesting with what NECA is doing to see if it's actually going to line up with maybe the same size scale and if you can actually like use these figures together. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, this is. Um... It's it's kind of crazy. I'm 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 excited to see what else is going to come out. Like, are they going to start making the anime figures as well? You know what I mean? Like, what like what are we getting at? So I'm I'm pretty pumped. Right, right, exactly. Um, so next up, uh, NECA has previewed two of their um, upcoming New York Comic Con exclusives. Um, the first one is uh, the one that we've been waiting for for a while now. We know it's coming. Uh, it's Batman versus the alien joker so it's like an alien yeah, all, yeah. um xenomorph with all the joker makeup and stuff it's a weird clone thing that they did in the comic the other set is awesome <laughs> it's green lantern 
Um, and it can be either Hal Jordan or John Stewart. They give you both head sculpts, um, but it's versus a uh, Sinestro Corps um, uh, predator from that from that comic that took place. So um, you can, if you're not going to the show, you can pre-order both of them as a set only. Uh, I, it's, I forget what how much it's going to be. It's like a hundred something. Um, if you're going to the show, you can buy them individually. So uh, just just a little insight there. Yeah, I really like. Um that joke alien i don't even know how to how do you call it <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to uh see that figure out and about i think that's really cool so yeah you know neca neca's always yeah. doing neca doing great stuff yep yep um and then finally um blitzway who really does some really cool uh one six scale figures uh including those fight club oh, ones that you really like um they're going to be doing a Bill and Ted two-pack, uh, one-six scale. It is now actually up for pre-order over on Sideshow, so you can check. Four hundred bucks. Um, Four hundred bucks, which yep. is actually not bad. It's actually cheaper than buying individual no. things. So yeah. Yeah, it's not quite hot, hot, hot toys uh, pricing. It's not quite as good as Mondo pricing, but it's you know it's that from one fifty to two fifty that two fifty range. So. Hey, that's that's pretty cool if you're a you're you're a fan of uh, the the wild stallion. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And who's not? <laughs> awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you guys, where can you find us? Well, we're at a little indie website called Don'tForgetTheTowel.com, uh, your daily source for news, reviews, interviews. And more. We're also on the social medias at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So uh, search us up. Come talk to us. Interact. We're there, man. Absolutely. And I just want to say, guys, this is Casey saying, please go read your comics, especially the ones written by Jonathan Hickman right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And this is Chris. We'll see you next time. <laughs>